Kuf Tzadi Ches. Says the Shulchan Aruch in the beginning of Tzadi Ches. Tricha Shetitbol Kol Gufa Bepam Achas. She has to total her whole body at once. Lefikach. And now the whole body at once and the Lefikach is not, um, you know, is, is a step. Number one, she has to total her whole body at once. That is... Uh, there's no details, no makvid, no miyot, no... There's no playing around with that. She needs to open her whole body at once. Uh, this is true, by the way. This is a, uh, All these rules in this seminar are true of tefillah in general. Not davka of tefillah's nida. Not even davka of tefillah's of tefillah of people. It's true for tefillah's kalim also, right? Everyone knows you want to do hagala to a kli or leave into a kli. You could do it half and ha- half by half, right? You have a long... Serving piece in a pot of water, you could stick the bottom half in, turn it upside down, stick the top half in, as long as you caution it at all. What's the difference if you did it in two stages? When it comes to Tvilas Kalim, no such thing. It's all at once or nothing. Likewise, Tvilas people, all at once or nothing. Your whole goof has to be in the water. Um, the, uh, the, that, the, 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 we'll see where this gets very hummer is that since we say you also have to total your hair in addition to your goof, uh, what word in the Torah tells us you have to total your hair? Yes. What'd you say? S. S. Right. S is tafelugof. Therefore, uh, you have to make sure that people in this room, it's not such a big deal. But many people of a different gender have long hair, um, and you have to make sure all the hair also goes in the water all at once, um, which is very chummer because hair will naturally float to the top of the water. Right? So if your hair is 10 inches long and your head is 9.5 inches underwater, then that tefillah is midoraisa worthless and nothing to do with mimiyot and makbid, etc. It's not the whole guf at once, which is why it's so hummer to make sure all your hair goes underwater, which is why they invented the idea of a mikvah lady. Um, the, uh, the, I mean, nowadays the mikvah lady also, I don't know, make sure that people, you know, don't uh, make a mess in the mikvah and follow the rules and uh, whatever, and they pay the fee, and, but the original reason for the mikvah lady is to make sure that your hair is under the water, because it's hard to tell on your own. Anyway, that is not the topic of Tzadiches. It's a sort of funny lead-in. Lefikach, um, therefore, since your whole body has to be in the water, even if your whole body is... Yeah? So, so women, like, brush the hair underwater with their hands? No, generally, they, if they have 12 inches of hair, they put their head 18 inches under the water, and if they have, you know, 18 inches of hair, they put their head 20 inches under the water. That's, that's generally the way to do it. Otherwise, go ahead first. It's not like a swimming pool. <laughs> yes, it is. I've been to the mikvah before, Rob. Why can't you just like wet your hands and like grab your hair? Uh, because it's hard to make sure you did. Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's just hard to make. Sure. Do you know, you know how many hairs you have? It's just hard to keep track of all of them. Um, you know. Um, whatever. I know people with five or six kids, and when they go to the park, they aren't sure where all of them are. I think people have something like 800,000 hairs or something, so go make sure that you have every single one of them. Not so possible. Okay, Viter. Viter. I, 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 I don't answer halachic shadows about Homer Simpson. Um, anyway, Viter. Um, I'm just not familiar with the Matthias. Um... The uh, anyway, Lefikach. The real topic is chatzitzasa. I mean, except for uh, a little at the end, we'll have some non-chatzitzah things. But the ninety-nine percent, ninety-five percent is chatzitzah. Lefikach. Certainly, yellow sim dover chotzeitz. You can't. She can't have a chatzitzah. Even if her body's in the water. 
if there's something interposing between her water and the, uh, her body and the water, then that is a problem called chatzitza. Of Afilu, okay, now we get into the details. What are the details of chatzitza? Now, chatzitza, it's not quite as bad as your hair being out of the water, um, or your little finger being out of the water, etc. Um, because there are rules of chatzitza. There's Daraisa rules, there is Darabanan rules. What is the rule of chatzitza? Everyone knows. You make a chart like this. Here you have miot. And you have robes. The chatzitza on most of you or only on some of you. And here you have enomakvid and makvid. Is it something you mind or is it something you don't mind? Obviously, something you don't mind is not as bad as something you mind. And something on little of your body is not as bad as something on most of your body. Mida orisa. How do we know these rules? Miot, makvid. Where does it say that in the Torah trick question? Halacha Moshe Sinai doesn't say it in the Torah. It's Halacha Moshe Sinai um, that uh, the, all these rules. What is the Halacha Moshe Sinai? What is Midoraisa? Ma'akev your tefila. Rove and Makbid, which, as you can imagine, is a pretty uncommon case. You have something you mind, and it's on most of your body. Okay, we'll see those uh, that maybe there's, there's more. I mean, can imagine, I don't know, I fell in the mud and most of my body got full of mud and it like dried on a little and then I went to the mikvah, I mined the mud and so most of my body, that's Pasol Mida Orisa. Um, so this is um, Pasol Mida Orisa and classic, what would Chazal do in such a chart? Make Zera. Make Zera, but not... Exera, exera, right? So, rubo ve'eno makbid is pasul midrabanan atu rubo makbid. Miyod makbid is pasul midrabanan atu rubo makbid. But, miyod ve'eno makbid, that's kosher. Fine tova with a miyod ve'eno makbid, that is, uh, that is totally, uh, that is totally uh, kosher because it would be Xeril Xer. It's two steps away from the uh, De Orisa. What would be an example of Miyot Veino Makbid, uh, such as, for example, I mean, we'll see every case is a little. Let's say I have, I don't know, I have a tiny speck of dirt. I have a tiny speck of dirt right here on my nose. Lahore, that's Makbid. If I realized I would be mortified to walk, uh, walk out in public, I would run to the bathroom and wash my nose. Um, but if I have a tiny speck of dirt on the inside of my leg, then uh, do I really care? Uh, who's looking? Uh, yeah, it doesn't really bother me. Um, and therefore, you could call that miyot ve'enomakvid. Um, and that feel would be kosher. Or for example, give me a second, let's say a woman has an earring. And she wears her earrings 24-7, like, you know, I don't think you ever need to take off your earrings, um, most people at least. Um, she doesn't mind it whatsoever. Um, it's very nice, actually. Um, so then, that would be a miyotveinomakvid, and that tefillah would be kosher. Um, we'll see in a moment. Let me just um, uh, 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 skip a little. I won't read inside to the Ramah. The Ramah quotes from the Agosh Dura. That nonetheless, what does he add nonetheless to this box? Lechatchila, you shouldn't do it. Ah, it's exera, exera. Lechatchila, you still shouldn't do it. Lechatchila, you shouldn't have any, um, any chatzitza. Because, uh, 
even though it's exera lexera, lechatchila, we can still be machmir. It's just that it wouldn't passel. So kosher, but yeah, good kosher or vaaser lechatchila. Right, meaning if a woman says, "I would like to tovel with this chatzitza," but don't worry, it's a miut hamakvid. It's a miut veino makvid. We say lechatchila, you may not do such a thing. It's only kosher v'diavet, or what's the equivalent of v'diavet in halacha? Shadadchak. Let's say a woman has something for some medical reason she needs to leave on, or she just can't get off for some practical uh, reason, and she's a little stuck, whatever. If you're stuck, then me and me and me and is fine. Just lechatchila, you shouldn't do her v'diavet. If you didn't notice, that's fine. And that's, I'll just, before we get into the details, and then I'll take a question, the real halachic shaylas, which we're going to try to get into most of the real-life halachic shaylas next time, after we get our feet wet a little, all the 90, 99%, let's say, of the real halachic shaylas of chatzitza are all shaylas of how to define makdid. Because I can imagine, rove is just not a common scenario. Like, you have our case of rove, well, if you have a case of rove, or we're not sure if it's a rove or it's a miut. It's a pretty uncommon scenario. Most of the chatzitzas we're talking about are pretty small. So usually, uh, any, anything could happen sometimes, but usually a rabbi will never, ever, ever get a shayla of anything about rove. Who has a chatzitza on rove? That's very uncommon. Usually all chatzitzas are in a miut, but we have to... Determine whether it's makvid or enomakvid. Why? Because if it's enomakvid, then it's like totally impossible. Like the tefillah is totally possible in your abundance. There's no difference between possible abundance and possible deraisa. It's equally, it's equally, you're still a nita. Okay, so you don't bring a chatas, uh, but possible abundance is totally possible. But you have it. Right? So if it's defined as makvid, then it's possible even b'diyavid, even b'shasad chak, nothing you can do. If it's enomakvid, then it'd be better to avoid, but lemaisa, if, you know, if you're stuck, um, or b'diyavid would be okay. And that's where all the real life shaylas that rabbis and poskim have are within me between makvid and enomakvid, and we'll spend a lot of time on that, even though we'll also talk a little about the finding rove. Well, my father does have a, a chiva where he deals with the case of dreadlocks, so that is relevant. Oh, yes, that's going to be super chummer. Okay, you'll have to tell us what your father says, because, you know, dreadlocks are in the Shulchan Aruch, although the dreadlocks in the Shulchan Aruch are not coming uh, from the same, uh, for the, are not there for the same reason as the dreadlocks your father deals with. Why are they wrong? A woman could make mo- ah, we'll get there, because we'll get there in a second. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll get to formulate the question, but is there a line between that's an amazing question. Whether well, Ramah says that even something that's not a, a, a chatzitza, what exactly does he mean? Um, so I, I, I'll get ahead of myself and mention that, and then we'll summarize it on the board. The original context of the Agosheri Dura, if you look it up inside, is about what's called rafoi, sif base. What if something's loose? If something's loose, that's not halacha Moshe Sinai of miyot ro. We'll get to the funny rules of shemar. Let's say something's loose. Let's say a woman goes to the mikvah wearing wearing a necklace, a normal necklace, right? A regular, average, normal necklace, right? Um, so, like, when she goes in, it's just going to float up. All the water will touch her. Like, it's not going to block the water at all. That doesn't even get into. That's just not chotzeitz in the first place. That was the original shari doer. He said, even something loose don't go with. 
But since the Ramah quoted the Sharidur not on Sif Beis, but on Sif Aleph, it's obvious that the Ramah understood the Sharidur to also be talking about um, Mi'af Ve'ino Makvid. And that's where we get the Yisr L'Chadchila and Yisr Mi'af Ve'ino Makvid. Isn't it called the and you would think it's a kavachomer, although you can never tell with, you know, especially if it's a minhag. Uh, I don't know if he's claiming shas asriel hachila. So you can never tell, or it's to lead to confusion, you know. But it, maybe there are most saying it's a kavachomer. But interestingly, okay, we'll come back to that now, uh, Michal, and then we'll get into some details. only external No. Uh, internal chatzis as well. For example, what if I clenched my fist? We'll see later on. I mean, the example's not the fist, but whatever. Um, if I clench my fist and go to the mikvah, that's a chatzitza. How about if someone's eating something or if someone has some sort of um, um, birth control? Then, um, are those, are those or are those I mean, chatzitza? if I have food in my mouth, yeah. that's a chatzitza, yeah. Why? I, are you supposed to open your mouth otherwise? Uh, we'll get to it. Okay, this is all the foolish in the Shulchan Aruch and Kolarayl Bila and Bila Kemesbo, etc. What about birth control? All of these shilos we'll have to deal with. Obviously, we don't need birth control pill that's dissolved into your bloodstream. But what about this? Is big shilos a patch birth control? Uh, I'm already, by the way, getting intimidated because I would like to cover every practical real life shila in this year. But I know that will just skip things that will be common just because there's so many everyday Shilohs. But birth control is an amazing Shiloh. Right? If a, a woman has a birth control patch um, or a birth control vaginal ring, um, which are totally, totally different Shilohs in terms of chatzit, the level of hormone chatzitza or... Is there, are there other things? An IUD is not. No, an IUD is mamish inside your body. That's, uh, that, 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 that's Pashat. Diaphragm. Or, a, or, or diaphragm. Um, correct. These are all big shilas. Um, the, I mean, the diaphragm, as opposed to these other things, doesn't actually belong there when you tovel, like medically. Um, the other things you're supposed to have all the time. The diaphragm, you're not supposed to put it all the time, but someone can, could forget. Um, it's pretty rare if someone would tovel with a diaphragm, because usually only put it in during Tashmish. And if they're toveling, it's been 12 days since Tashmish, you would think they would have taken it out at some point. Not to mention the fact that if they left it in, they weren't Yotze Hefsektara, so they have bigger problems. But theoretically, um, anything could happen theoretically. Um, you know, whatever you think is just no one ever, like, make that mistake because it's too silly. Like, someone will. Um, someone will put in their diaphragm right before they total, even though, like, that's the most illogical thing in the world to do, and then have a Shiloh. Okay, all of these are great questions. We will... Uh, get to them. Not to mention the more hover questions, which is what about every single medical thing that someone needs something on their body, which is where you get all the real, real hover questions nowadays. Um, but let's do let's do some details first of some of the uh, smaller inyanim. So, for example, let's define rove and mute. So there's a Rashi who Tostos and others understand to say, well, the Gemara brings in rove in the context of when the Gemara talks about rove, they're talking, I mean, not every place, um, they're talking about hair, right? So Rashi sounds like, this is certainly how Tosus understands, a crazy chumrah. The rule of rove and mute is only for your hair, which is just a, a reboy of S. On your body, even a miut is, is ma'akev, mito raisa. So that is, how about uh, defining rove? 
says Rashi. Now, I admit Rashi, I'll put an asterisk. Rashi doesn't say this explicitly. Tosfos, like, quotes Rashi is saying this and assumes they reject him. It's a Shittus Yachid that Rov Sear is Ma'akev, but Begufa Afilu Miot is Ma'akev. Meaning, even Miot or Guf is like a Rov or Hair, and it's Ma'akev Midaraisa. And then the Chor even Enomach would be a problem, Midaravana. That, no one agrees with Rashi. This is a Shittus Yachid. This is a Shittus Yachid. No one agrees with him. Everyone agrees that hair, the rule of rov, applies to both hair and body. What's the machlokis between them? Right? All the Rishonim say no. Then rov applies to body and hair. Not like Rashi seems to say that rove is for your hair, which is only an S, but your body, even a meot is no raisa. That's crazy. Nah, that, no one agrees with him. Everyone agrees rove applies to both your body and your hair. But well, what's the big machlokas the Raman brings down, which affects Allah al-Maisa? When we say rove applies to both your body and your hair, do we mean that <laughs> independently or jointly? Right? That's the Machlokas in the Rambam and the Gaonim says the Rambam jointly. You add up your hair and you add up your body and Rov is Ma'akev Midoraisa or Midorabonan Be'ino Ma'akev and Miyot is not. Just some total. Right? So this is the big Machlokas says the Rambam jointly meaning Rov of everything is Ma'akev and Miyot of everything is not. However, when the Gemara brings it up in the context of hair, and therefore the Ge'onim in the Rambam, and this is also many Rishonim, the Rambam, the Shem Ge'onim, who he rejects. And many Rishonim, we won't name them, but we'll see the Psach. What do they say? They say separately, meaning rove of hair is Ma'akev, Regardless of the body, and over the body is ma'akev, regardless of the hair. That's why these dreadlock shilas are, why does, why did Davka Yudadov's father get the dreadlock shila? Because when did these dreadlock shilas come up? In Gerus, where it's even more hammer, right? Because, hold on a second, if most of her hair is in dreadlocks, which could happen, then Mida Orisa she didn't total. Then she's not even Jewish. That's like even more Hummer, right? Um, these are very, very Hummer shilas. What did your father Paskin in the end? But he was Michael. Whoa. Okay. We rove won. or Miot? What? Um, Is it, it was, in Kanfei? It was, it was considered Rove, but it was because... It was considered Don't tell us yet. Okay. Wait, wait, okay. Why, why <laughs> is Doraisa? If it's Rove, Shenamakti? By the way, it's coming. What? Why, why is Doraisa if it's Rove, Shenamakti? Um, ah, um, okay, fair. Yeah, that, 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 that's true. Um, it, if it's Rove, Shenamakti, it wouldn't be Doraisa, but it would certainly be Makin Bidyevet, and you still have a problem. Well, I mean, okay. I'm assuming that if they're... Separately, meaning... Either... What we mean is... <laughs> Rov Guf is Me'akev and Rov Seyar is Me'akev 
separately, which then creates a, right, well, how does this create a problem? That, let's say you have something on your hair, which you're not mocked on, but it's on most of your hair, and that's, hold on, that's rubo ve'ego mocked and it's possible And that could create a big shayla, for example. Dreadlocks, other things, we'll get to dreadlocks. This creates a big shayla, um, because rover your hair counts as rove, and if your makbid is the rice, and even ain't a makbid is puzzled with the evidence of How do we paskin? Do we paskin like the Rambam or like the Gaonim? So in Sif Aleph, we wouldn't know. We haven't read Sif Aleph yet. But in Sif Hey, the Machaber says, Avalam ain't a makpedis also la tvila, talking about knotted hair. Ache rove sara kosher nima nima fe atzmo. If you're not makbid, it's okay to have knots in your hair, bidiyavid. Um, I mean, the Mechaber doesn't even say anything about the Chibli Yavid. If your hair is knotted and you're not Makbid, it's okay. Unless most of your hair is knotted. If most of your hair is knotted, even if you're not Makbid, it's Makiv. Why? The Mechaber and Sif, hey, holds most of your hair counts as rove. And therefore, even Eino Makvid is Ma'akev. So we see here that the Mechaber and Sif, hey, and all the Achronim agree and all the Achonim agree, Paskin's like the, oh, like the Gaonim in the Ramam against the Ramam himself. Um, and says that most of your hair counts as rove with a big enough gamina. Even if you're not Makbid, if it's on most of your hair, it's Ma'akif. Um, the, the truth is there's a Chochmas Adam here. Um, who's, uh, by the way, what's the logic for the fact that we pass like the Onu? Why should we count your hair separately from your body? Aren't you like one person? Like, what's as far as the Ramam? You're one person. Does that have over yourself or me out of yourself? What's the logic of the Gaonim? Isn't the Drashad at? There are different words in the Pasuk. It says Besaro means your body, and S means your hair, since they are different words in the Pasuk, therefore they're each measured as a separate requirement so that's basically, it's a Hakira. You know, there's one of these classic Hakiras, there's Lumdus book, there's a book called Lumdus, which tells you how to make Hakiras. One of the Hakiras is, when something's added, is it added to the Gloy Milsa that's part of the original, or added as an additional requirement? So that's the Hakira here. The Rambam says, S is Marbe, you're here, Gloy Milsa is part of your body. So now you just have a big body, which includes skin and hair. And you add up row with that body or me to that body. The Gonim say, no, when S is Marbe, your hair, it's not Marbe, your hair, you're going with part of your body. We know your hair is not part of your body. However, you need to total two things, your body and also your hair. You still need to total them both at once, I think. Even the Gonim would agree, I think. But you need to total two things, and therefore... You need to have rove of your body free of chatzitza, and you also need to have rove of your hair free of chatzitza. And can you not say that maybe it's machlokas in, you know, what are the types of chatzitzos in, in different, you know, in, in your hair, you know, you get certain types of chatzitzos, so we have to count them separately then. Mm, I don't think so, because a lot of them could overlap. Anyway, there's a big chumrah of the Chachmas Adam who says, who's machmir, that based on the prisha here, um, <laughs> Maybe I could even read you the uh, um, uh, the uh, the Prisha here. Um,
Okay, I'm not finding it right now. Anyway, the Chachmas Adam based on a um, uh, based on a Prisha who says um, that maybe each hairy part of the body counts separately. And therefore, you know, if you have hair on one part of your body, rove of that hair is also a rove. That would be a very, very, very big, uh, that would be a very, very big fish. Right? So, you know, if someone uh, in their underarms, they have, I don't know, they have like, you know, 30 hairs, and 16 of them have chatzitzas, and that would be considered a rove, even though they have 100,000 hairs on their head. That would be a very, very big chiddush. Um, the Chachmas Adam is machmed that way. Um, it doesn't usually make an afkamina lemaisa. Um, and Iker didn't, we don't hold like that. Um, but it's, you know, something to know to be extra machmed if there's a chatzitza in other parts of the body with hair. Then you have to be extra machmed if there's a rove of that part of the body to try to be as machmed as you can to be choshish for the Chachmas Adam. But it usually doesn't come up because usually the chatzitzas are in the hair on your head. Um, which is the vast majority of hair in your body. Okay, that's defining rove. Now, let's define makvit, or at least a little bit. Let's look at the Shulchan Aruch. says the Shulchan Aruch, even a tiny amount, if people are sometimes makvit on it, it is chotzeitz, because that's called miyot umakvit. Even if right now you're not makbid. Even if you're never makbid. As long as most people are makbid, it is chotzeitz. Okay, that's what he said. If it's not rove your gof, even if no one's makbid, it's chotzeitz. Rove being a makbid is chotzeitz. It's chotzeitz only if it's makbid. Um, and then through that's the Ramah adds, and the Ramah clearly understands that he's applying this to Miyot Ve'enu Makbid, that's the context. Um, now, uh, we have here two Chidushim about the concept of Makbid. What are the two Chidushim here about the concept of uh, Makbid? Even if you're not personally Makbid. Correct. That is the main point here. Even if you're not personally Makbid, it still, uh, it still counts. We follow rov bnei adam. I mean, there are some people who, some people are not on anything. They don't mind being dirty. They don't mind this. They, they, don't, they don't mind a lot of things, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you're makbid or not. It matters if most people are makbid. Which is the main reshon who he gets this from? The Rashba. The Rashba. Maybe it says that someplace here. Um. Um. Says that. Gimel harasham b'shem arayvich in kaz harashba toras habayis v'shar haposkim. Okay, the Rashba and many other poskim say that. Um, again, I don't know exactly the Veragolim at this point, but the Beis Yosef quotes the Rashba and many were shown him right that you go by most people. What about the other way around? What if, let's say, um, if Rov b'nei Adam. Makdidim, maybe the Rav Nashin, right? And he Eina Makpida. So that's pretty, well, that's pretty clear. Well, you know, let's go one step back. Who defines Makpid? Said the Rashba Rov B'nei Adam. 
But the base also point out what did the Ramam sound like? The person herself. Rambam. This person. Because the Rambam just, he never took on. He just said, okay, if this person mocked it, if she's mocked it, if she's not mocked it, if he's mocked it, if he's not mocked it, and he never mentioned Rope Adam. So it's obvious that even though he says, well, I'm not sure being the cool, being the chumra, but it sounds like being the cool, being the chumra. So it's a machlokis. Basically, if I'm not makbid, most people are, then the Rashi would be lechumra. If no one in the world is makbid and only I'm makbid, then the Ramah would be lechumra. Okay, what is pretty clear? Who is the machaber following here? He seems to be following the Rashi. He says, you go by if derech ne adam are makbid, it's chotzeitz, even if she's not makbid right now or she's never makbid. As long as most people are makbid, she is chotzeitz. Uh, so this is the machaber. What about the other way around? What if, right? This is the Mechaber. Um, if you just read the Mechaber, you might think, we'll come back to this in a second, that you just go right over there, them. you don't care about uh, the person herself. But who says we are also Machmir like the Ramam? Who says, no one says we only pass it like the Ramam from the Akronim. Who says we're also Machmir like the Ramam? Pretty much everyone on the page, right? Says the Shach base the Heicha the Rov Neyadam Erkin Vehi Makpedes Kasubes Yosef Shem Rambam Vitor Dechotzei. He's bedayit from the tour who's Machmir both ways. V'chein Paskabach V'chein Kasub Darkei Moshe Menira Dahainu etc. And likewise the Taz Sifkat and Gimel Beis Yosef Nistapik and Sharpening Adam Erkin Vezo Makpedes. He's Masovic, because of Dark Moshe, then the Mordechai, it's explicit that it is, and likewise, Morichami, meaning the Bach. Who is this? This is the Dark Moshe, the Bach, the Shach, and the Taz, meaning it's pretty obvious that we are Machmer both ways. We're Machmer if most people are Machmer, that's the Rashbar. We're also Machmer if she herself is Machmer. Uh, one second, that's the Rambam. The, the Taz himself is a cut in base, wants to Daik, and the extra wordiness of the Machaber here, that maybe the Machaber himself had um, some sort of uh, um, some sort of in-between shita that the the Taz, the Mechaber is super wordy. It says, if people are Makbid, even if she's not Makbid now, or never Makbid, as long as most people are Makbid, like he sort of repeats, if she's not Makbid now, or never Makbid, he could have just said she's never Makbid, and he says, if people are Makbid, then ends with most people are Makbid. So it could be he was just being wordy. I mean, it wasn't his own language. He's copying this. Um, but the Taz says maybe he had a Pshara First, he meant if some people are Makbid, and she is Makbid sometimes, that's, it's Ma'ake, or if most people are Makbid, even if she's never Makbid, and it's some very complicated in between, well, maybe that's what the Mechaber means. Maybe the Mechaber just means the Rashba. Whatever the Mechaber means doesn't matter. Bain Ashkenazim, Bain Spartan, we assume that we are machmir both ways on this shaila, which means you have to ask the woman if she's machmir, and you also have to check whether most people are machmir. Yes? Well, the Taz's case is not exactly about, like, he's saying, oh, Lefanim, she's machmir, even if she's not machmir right now. So that's really machmir. And even if she is machmir sometimes, and Katsas and Neodim are machmir, is that distinct? Then she would be uh, Okay, I, I'll, I'll make your question irrelevant in a moment. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, maybe we'll get into this, but can we just give like a one sentence or one word definition of the word mockery that we're using here. Like I know, I know it's like a yes, slogan, but, like, but obviously it will be the. It, if I can actually translate the word makbid in a way that would apply in all halachic cases, um, then 
then uh, you're off I <laughs> <laughs> not sure what to do with that. Um, anyway, the the makbid means she would remove it if she could. Okay, what it means could. You know, we'll have to get to. Basically, to define the word Mahmoud properly will take us like three shiurim, you know, and then we'll approximate it. Um, and we'll see that everything's Mahloksa Poskim. That's where the real action, the Mahloksa Poskim, is defining what Mahmoud means. Because it seems very, some of it seems very easy. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, a woman has nail polish. It's beautiful. She shows it off to her friends. She's not Mahmoud. She loves it. A woman has like mud on her, you know, nose. Obviously, um, she's very mocked. Um, everything else is a machlokas. Um, so, and we'll see some of those machlokas as we go through. Um, we will see that, you know, hopefully we'll define the word by illustrating many cases. We'll deal with what if she would remove if she could, but she can't. And why can't she? Um, what if she uh, would remove it later, but not now? Um, and when later, uh, what if she would remove it, um, um, but however hard she tries, she can't, um, etc. Okay, let's just, let's take it step by step, because that's really, that's the hardest question in Hilchas Nida. What does Machbin mean? <laughs> what does Rove mean? It's pretty easy. There's a few sheets in the Rishonim, and we Paskin, and Shalom Yisrael. And what does Machbin mean? It's very hard, but let's take it one step at a time. There's another Kiddush here. What is saying? If people are sometimes machbed, what does that mean? If people are sometimes machbed, like why doesn't depend right now if she's machbed or most people would be machbed? What do you mean people would sometimes be machbed? This is hinting at the basic yisod, which is the chiddush of the rived, which everyone picks up on because he must be right. One of the cases, all these cases, most of these cases of kpeda are. Sometimes the Gemara uh, 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 elaborates a little. Are Mishnayos or Toseftas and Mikvos? That's what half Mikvos is about. What's Machbid, What's not Machbid. One of the classic examples of what's Machbid is a Tabas. Okay, Tabas, Sifchat Gimel, Shirim, Anizamim, Vatabaos, etc. A Tabas is Machbid. That's very, very um, uh, pasha that a Tabas is Machbid. And the rabbit asked himself the obvious question. Why is it a tabas is chotzitz? Why is it tabas chotzitz? After all, it's, and this is what caused all the problems all the But I don't mean problems like you may trouble for the reason. He was trying to explain the Mishnahis. Why is it tabas chotzitz? Everyone knows tabas is a mock, but it's not dirty. People pay money to get a tabas, right? You want a tabas. No one minds having a tabas. If you mind having tabas, you wouldn't wear a tabas. Um, so people, people make good money for a tabas. So why would a tabas be chotzit? Great question. Some normal fingering. Right? Yeah, normal. So says the rivet, it must be because she takes it off when she bread. is needing yeah. bread. Exactly. It must be she because I don't know if anyone needs dough by hand. Um, but I think not as many people need dough by hand as once did, which might mean that maybe Ruben had them changed, right? Um, but, like, for example... Ruben had a windy bread? No, no, no. Um, for example, Nitil Shedayim, which is a little less hummer than Tevilas Nida, right? Snow is her curries, etc. 
What if a woman says, I'm afraid that if I take off my diamond ring, when I go to wash in the food court in the Malchamal, it could get lost, and it's worth a gazillion dollars, right? Rabbi, it's worth more than your car. Um, could very well be for the rabbi. Uh, not worth more than her car. Um, but uh, the, So what's the halacha? So, okay, the big debate nowadays. Um, but what could you say? You could say, well, you go by, she's clearly not mocked. She leaves her ring on all the time, right? Most people, most people leave their engagement ring on all the time. You know, unless someone has some terrible skin problem or whatever, like, why would you ever take it off? You know, or you like, I don't know, you like work as a lumberjack or whatever, but that's less common. So, but you have to take it off for needing. Yeah, everyone takes off their engagement ring when they need dough by hand. However, very few people need dough by hand anymore nowadays. Um, a lot of people buy challah in the, in, in the store, in the bakery, the supermarket. And even people who make challah at home, my wife makes challah at home. Uh, we still, we live in the 21st century. Uh, it counts as making challah at home, even if you have a uh, mixer. Um, so she puts the flour and the water in the mixer, turns the dial, and it needs it. And then she shapes the challah. You can leave your ring on for that. That's not such, uh, that's not, that, that's not such heavy work. Um, Many people will, I, I guess I'll speak for myself. Many people take off their rings at night, so like you know, I don't knock it into something. And it, hmm. Okay, yesh la'ayin, yesh la'ayin. Um, but I wonder if rove may un take their rings off. I don't know if rove may un take their rings off nowadays. So you could say maybe nowadays if you are mocking on your ring and rove may un are mocking on your ring and you don't need the dough by hand, then rove may un don't need the dough by hand. So why do you have to take off your rings? Yeah, there's one guy with eczema and there's one guy with this and one guy with that, but there are miyot. Um, so therefore, it could be that which means you can be makel on it. And therefore, if a woman nowadays, she never takes off her ring, she never makel on her ring, um, meaning maybe she'll take it off to her friend, that's not called makel. Um, the, uh, you know, I don't know, she'll, she'll take it off when uh, the, the assessor comes uh, to, to her house for the uh, insurance to see how much it's worth. But it's not because she's mocked on it. Um, but, but isn't that a problem in terms of Shabbos to take it off to show to your friend? Uh, we're not de- dealing with that. Now, anyway, Lemaisa, I think, Lemaisa, I would say, if someone's afraid of losing their ring, then they can be makel nowadays against what it says in the Shulchan Aruch because the robe they Adam changed. For Natalia Dime or Natalia? For Natalia Dime. For you're not going to lose your ring. Uh, meaning, it's once a month and, and you're in the mikvah. Like, Lemaisa. The uh, mikvah lady will probably remind you to put it on, and, uh, and no one's going to steal at the mikvah, no one's going to throw it in the garbage. Okay. I almost lost my ring in the mikvah. A men's mikvah is different than a women's mikvah. Keep in mind, a, uh, you know, a, uh, a, 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 a woman's mikvah is, is uh, okay, it's very different. Um, Anyway, <laughs> yes. Anyway, Viter. Okay. Um, anyway, Lamaisa. Okay, let's get back to this, and then I'll take questions. Says the Ravid. Says the Ravid. Even if you only are Makvid sometimes, even if you're only Makvid later, then um, that counts as Makvid. Baharaya Tabas. Otherwise, why is the person mocked in tabas? I guess you're going to make it okimta. It's like the weirdest case in the world where, like, someone has a tabas but doesn't want it there and is very annoyed that it's there. But that's a very rare case. 
um, it would be a strange okimta. Says no, because everyone's makvid that uh, you know when you need to knead your dough, which they did every day, every two days, every week, whenever in those days. You need to uh, take off your ring. And from here, we get all the very Hummer Shailas, right? Um, why is it a Shaila? I'm not telling you. It's us. I'm telling you it's a Shaila. Why is it a Shaila that if someone has stitches, maybe they're Chatzitza? For me, it's Miat Ve'ino Makvit. I don't mind the stitches. I need the stitches. So, you're take so maybe one answer is, ah, because I, in four days, I'm going to take them out, and then I mind them being there. Um, Etc. So that's why these things are very uh, are very tricky. Same for the uh, the patch, right? The birth control patch, right? Oh, I don't mind it. I need the birth control patch. No, because they last a week, and then you have to take it off and put on a new one, and then you mind it being there. So that's all these big shilas of um, what about something that you mind later. From the right we see, even if you just mind later, that counts as makvid. And we assume, um, because we're not so medaic like the Taz and Shofar Zechariah, that if you mind it later, that's makvid, or if most people mind it later, that's makvid. And that's why you get such difficult, difficult, difficult um, shailas of kveda. A woman says, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, you don't mind it now. But will you mind it later? Then it's still a problem. Based on this proof of the Ravid, which is already hinted at here, lif amin lahakvid alav. People aren't always, but sometimes they are makbid. This, uh, before I just take a question, um, there's a famous Zichon Yosef, the uh, Ramosha's Big Tshuva based on it, which we'll come back to in the Pesachet Tshuva here. The Shut Zichon Yosef says, no, that, he say he limits the Raifid. Doesn't mean if you're makbid, you know, in two months, that that's called makbid. No, only something that happens all the time, like... Um, um, like oh, something happens all the time, like needing dough. Uh, how often do you need dough? I don't know, as often as you want. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a routine part of life. You know, who knows? You know, there's no, there's, there's no fixed time. However, his case was, I don't know if it says here what his case was. Yeah, it does. Um, the, uh, no, um, oh, it doesn't uh, say his case. His case was that there was a woman who had some sort of pessary, which is a like a, a ring that's put inside to keep the uh, to reverse the nephilus hamakar. If you remember the good old nephilus hamakar, not so good old nephilus hamakar. Um, so now, if people have nephilus hamakar, what they do is they just like have like a device, a very low tech device that keeps it in place, just wedges it in place, keeps the mucker from falling out, very low tech. Um, nowadays, we do it pretty much the same as in the days of Zichon Yosef, and I'm sure before his days. Um, so, I, now, again, I don't know exactly what his case was, but he said, well, you're Machmet, you have to take it out when you're in labor having a baby, otherwise it could uh, interfere and be very dangerous. Says, ah, that's not called Machved like the Ravid's uh, Lisha. Come on, how often do you have a baby? I mean, even if you try very hard, um, there's, it's still, you know, you can't have a baby every day. Um, you can't have a baby every day. You can't even have a baby every year unless you're very, very outlined statistically. Um, it takes a long time to have a baby. And you get nine months warning before, uh, or however long, uh, before it comes out. So he says, ah, that's not like the Ravid. 
once in a couple years for a baby is not called makhvet. Okay, then we have to figure out exactly where to, where to draw the line, what he means. There's some lumdas involved there, um, but maybe we'll come back to that lumdas um, a little later. Um, the uh, Okay, there's a chakira. Anyone wants to do some homework, Rav Moshe has a very nice chakira that ties into the Zichron Yosef, which we'll quote outside. If you want to look it up inside, you can find it in... You know, in the famous Ramosha. Um, in your day, Chilk Alf Seven Sadi Zion. Okay, if you have time, you can do that for homework and we'll hazard outside. But first, I want to hop a couple seafood. Why, why, it kind of ties to Daniel's question, but why are we defining Makhbit as something that you take off? Like, couldn't you say you you Makhbit in your ring because you Makhbit to keep it on? No, you might no. because it's monetary value. No, 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 no. That's 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 wrong. You're just mistranslating the word makhvet. Makhvet <laughs> um, is a very vague word. Here we mean a very specific meaning. You're makhvet to remove it, even in a different context. Even in a different context, exactly. Why? I mean, besides the fact that. Uh, okay, why? Fine. Let's maybe we'll answer a little why. So, so number one, what about number one? Let's say when. Or what time defines Machbid? Says the Rivid, says the Rivid, even Machbid at other times. Is Makhbed, even if now I'm not Makhbed, because now I'm going to the mikvah. Now I'm bathing. I'm not needing dough. I bathe with my rings. Most people bathe with their rings. Um, so I'm not Makhbed at all. I'm very happy to have my ring. After all, if I go to the mikvah and I'm wearing my uh, wedding ring, I feel much more comfortable. No one looks at me funny. Um, the, uh, <coughs> but since I'm Makhbed, when I need dough, that's a problem of Makhbed. How far to take this is if Ren Yosef says, now, he doesn't, the Pesachet Shuvah doesn't put all the details. No, only if it's a common other times, not if it's a super uncommon other times. Why that is, I, part of it might just be, I, it, uh, uh, okay, how do we know from the ring? And also, a lot of these cases seem like, and it's also a little weird, like, she was so mocked why didn't she just remove the she told him? Okay, because she forgot. Um, but it's because the ring... The lumdas I'll get to in a second after a question from Michal. What? Wait for someone where everyone agrees that they're not mockfit. Oh, what's something everyone agrees they're not mockfit? Oh, let's say a woman tovels with nail polish. With nice nail polish. Right? Not, you know. But when it starts to come not, off, she's going to want to get rid of it. In every case, you can make up an example. Uh, so that, okay, so I mean, you're right. Is so every case is a little different. So the post can write that even though when the nail polish cracks, she'll want to get rid of it. But that's not what it is now. Now it's good nail polish. Exactly, with the ring is the same thing. Right no, now, the, ring. The, hefza, the ring is the same now and later. I just want to need dough. The hefza, no, the nail polish changes. But until then, everything's fine. No, so that's the answer. If when the hefza changes, I'll want to get rid of it, that's not necessarily called makhvid. But if when the hefza stays the same, but my, 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 but, but, but my activities change, I'll want to get rid of it, that's called makhvid. So her beautiful um, red nail polish, and she goes to a funeral, she says it's not appropriate, and she wants to take it off. It's perfect nail polish. I don't know, you can always make up a case where, like... That maybe it's a problem. Funerals, you can go every day. Um, I just, I, I don't think... Uh, I, okay, I, I don't I, personally I, wear nail polish. 
Uh, but I don't think people take off certain color nail polish to go to funerals, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, maybe in the old days. The same way that we said... I, I don't even think people put on black nail polish for funerals. The same way that we said that... that Only for uh, teenage angst. <laughs> <laughs> the same way that we said... And if robes is um robe people are not gonna only only some time. So just asking So maybe we can say yeah in one person doesn't give birth fifty you know, fifty times a year. But robe people give birth every day. No, so but each of those robe people is only mocked every three years. Uh-huh. So that, that, that you can't be Mitzarif. You can't pretend all the all, all the robe people are one person. No, but each of those robe people only give birth once every three years. Um, so, or however often they gave birth in those days. Um, it's a pretty good guess. Um, the, uh, I don't know, maybe two and a half? I don't know. Um, the, uh... Is this the Taz who says, she's my pet is, but shots to be flashy, and push on mine, and, and, additional um, no, that is, uh, for example, the same thing. The Taz and Hay says the same thing. For example, he says, what if there's something a woman is makbid to take off when she bathes for cleanliness? It's very fashionable. But in order to clean herself, she has to take it off when she bathes. Like, uh, for example, um, I mean, what's his example? Hair ribbons. Very fashionable. But I'm not going to be able to clean my hair if I don't take them off, and then I'll get disgusting. Um, so therefore, whenever I need to wash my hair, I take them off. Right now, I'm going to the mikvah. I'm not trying to wash my hair for cleanliness, right? Right now, I'm going to the mikvah. I'm not makvid. I'm just doing a ritual, uh, what do you call it? Immersion. immersion. A ritual immersion. I'm not trying to, to clean my hair. But eventually, I'm going to want to shampoo my hair, and then I'm going to have to take out the hair, the, 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 the hair ribbon. So that's called makvid. Good example. Okay. Now, uh, let us um, g- go uh, a little further in the Shulchan Aruch, and then we'll come back and try to um, – ah, okay. Sorry. I, I said I was going to say over um, Rav Moshe's Chakira. Rav Moshe has a Chakira as to why Makbid makes a difference. I mean, it's halachomus v'sinai. But what's the nature of that halachomus v'sinai? So Moshe has the following chakira in Chelak Aleph Tzim and Zion. He says, well, can anyone suggest why would Eino Makpid be okay? After all, it's a chatzitza. Why would Eino Makpid be okay? If you ask me why Miot would be okay, halachomus v'sinai, I would say, there's a general rule in the Torah that uh, you go by the rove. Um, Sanhedrin rove counts, so uh, chatzitza rove counts. But why is Eino Makbid, we don't find anywhere else in the Torah. So why is Eino Makbid okay? Lechorah chatzitza should be chatzitza. Because you're, when you're ah, it, it's like right. your body. Exactly, and there's a Rashi like that. Maybe, maybe it was in the, in, even in the Beis Yosef. So one side is because it's bottle to your body. So here is the Chakira of Rav Moshe. Here is the Hakira of the Igris Moshe. Yoridea Aleph. Chelak Aleph and Sadi Zion. Why is, um, you know, uh, why is there a difference between Machid? Um, Kapeda. Why is Kapeda make a difference? So one side is because Eino Machid means. Bottle 
Lingufa, it's bottle to her guff, it's if it's her guff. After all, let's say I grew, my, I grow an extra part of my guff. No one's going to say that's chatzitza. That's part of me. Right? I don't know. I uh, grow an extra finger. Um, I mean, not something we can actually scientifically do nowadays. Um, but I grow long fingernails. That's not a chatzitza so far. Because um, it's part of my body. Um, it's, I grow a wart. I'm very mocked on this wart. I hate it. You know, I would, I would gladly pay someone $100 to remove it permanently. But it's part of my body. So it's not uh, Macbeth. So likewise, a chatzitza that I don't mind is bottled to my goof and is part of my body. Doesn't that just beg the question of since it's not, since that other thing is not part of my body, why is it bottled to my body? What? Doesn't it just beg the question? Because No, okay, so that's all from Sinai, that a foreign object can be bottled to my body if um, if I'm not Macbeth. If I, meaning, what is that magnet? I have no plans to remove it. After all, that's true in other things. Uh, that's true in other things also, right? You want to know is a, uh, I have, I have a sukkah that's 20.1 almost tall. And I put carpeting, on, uh, I put a rug on the floor. And now it's only 20 almost tall. So is the sukkah kosher or not? That depends if the rug is bottled to the floor or not. And that depends if I'm, if I'm planning to remove it or not. I Meaning this is something you find in Kol Torkula, that there's such thing as bittel. Um, so, the, uh, and for everything else also, right? I put sand on my floor. Is that considered part of the building? Or is it not part of the building, right? Can I, is a malach to pick it up on Shabbos? That depends if I'm bottle it or not. So, Enamakbit is bottle lagufa. What's the other option? The other option is just that it's a, it's not really svara. Like one option is a svara, and the other option is just kacha. Halacha um, sinai that only kpeda causes chatzitza. Okay, it's just a halacha l'moshmi sinai that only davar hamakpid is chotzitz. And Rav Moshe wants to suggest an afkamina, which will be very halachal ma'isa, we'll come back to. His nafkamina is, he says, you look inside the zikron, no, look inside, he has a pshat in the zikron yosef. It's not clear what the zikron yosef means. Bread you need every day, or potentially every day. Having a baby, which was his case, is a very, very infrequent occurrence. Where do you draw the line? And there are gazillion sheets where to draw the line. Says Rav Moshe, no, the zikron yosef really means is, we draw the line between any moment and later. It's only chotzeitz if I might remove it any moment. You never know when you'll need bread. I know, but right now I'm going to work on that. Well, fundamentally, you never know when you can need bread. It's the kind of thing that can happen all the time. And likewise, a lot of other things happen all the time. But let's say I know I'm removing it in two weeks. That's not a chatzitza, says Ramosha. So maybe the nafkamina could be the shears man. If you want to say that like the tzad, that it's bata legufa, which is not the tzad where Moshe is going to uh, be makriya like in the end. Uh, uh, let me just read his chakira. Yesavar shnei tama alaf dal machbas the niv to machbas the niv to la gof kemul echos loy mishar sham and next to the kibsara. It's bottle to the gof because you don't mind it staying there forever and it's like your body. Or based on lavish of bital legufu the hamir miyemu to amakbas in shayach lo yeshevat all the vadai shiranu we call makbas chotzeitz. After all, me in a robe is not about bital; it's just a rule. Um, 
um, etc., etc. Rather, Sarchlomer, Dakshi, Shalkovatabra, Chotzeis, Neshwashim, sorry, um, Chitsha Torah Odin, Shagam, and Loya Dabrachotzim, Sarlomayim, Shagam, Loya Dabrachotzim, Sarlomayim, Alzeba, Alacha, Shachidish, the Enol of Arubo Hamakbid. The Chidish Chatzis is a Chidish. If told me Svara, what's the problem with Chatzis? I'm still in the water. Who cares if something else is also in the water with me? I'm in the water. You're in the water. Just you're in the water, and something else is in the water, and you don't get wet. You're still in the water. You're underwater, so it's a chiddush. The chiddush of of chatzitza is only for davar amakvid, and that's where Moshe Chakirani wants to say. And Afkamina is this whole discussion of the uh, zichron Yosef. He says, if you said like this, then then any intent to remove even in a long time is called Machmed. And then you have a problem with a lot of these medical shyness says Ramosha, oh, I'm going to take it off in a month. Okay, that's Machmed. Because how do you say it's my guff if I'm going to take it off in a few days, in a week, in two weeks, etc.? So all stitches are Macbeth. What do you mean? Uh, I'm going to take it off soon. How can you say it's part of my body? But, right, no one would say that if I, I don't know, for Tome of Atara purposes, right, no one would say for Tome of Atara purposes, for Eruvim purposes, etc., that, you know, if if I put something, if I, if I, if I put something, you know, in the doorway, um, for one day until I'm ready to take it, that therefore that would like ruin the era between these two places. So now there's no there, 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 now, there, now there's no doorway between them. Okay, all the examples are hard of Bittel in buildings. Um, but Sedrosh, what about the other side that only Dover Machbit is Chotzeitz? Let, 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 meaning what he's saying, it's enough Machirish that anything is Chotzeitz. The Chirish is only Dover Machbit. Then you only something in Machbit now. Only intent to remove um, at any moment is called Machted. And that's the Zichron Yosef, meaning only things that can happen any time, like kneading dough. There's no fixed time for kneading dough. Any moment you can knead dough, that's called Machted, because there's potential to right now. That's what I mean. Only potential peda now. Well, why does that? Because yeah. it needs active peda in order to have this chiddush of being makpid. Basically, for most of Stadimar, really everything should be chotzates. But if it's part of your body, it's not, or really nothing should be chotzates. It's a chiddush that if you mind it, it's chotzates. You have to mind it now. Oh, you don't mind the ring now? Yes, you do, because any moment could be a moment of needing dough, or any moment could be a moment of going to sleep, or any moment could be a moment of, of taking a shower, or any moment could be a moment of going to the swimming pool, or any moment could be a moment of playing sports. So anything you would take off for those things is called makdid. But something stitches, where the doctor says, come back in 10 days, but you better be careful. <laughs> don't take them off for 10 days. So then, that wouldn't be Machbid. What do you mean? I mean, well, how does it not just as much apply to the other side of the Hakira? Like, 
like it's it's everything is buttel to my goof unless there's a reasonable possibility that I'm gonna remove it. You know, no, if I'm removing it uh, next week, why would you buttel to my goof? So, That's temporary. You have to permanently affix it to your goof. Uh, so I, I'm I'm so then it, let's say I'm getting a plastic surgery in a week to remove my huge wart. So the huge wart is not buttel to my goof anymore. That's a good question. Unless there might be a difference. See, something that started off as part of your goof is buttel to your goof until proven otherwise. Something that started off not as part of your goof. It's not part of your girlfriend until proven otherwise. But if there's bittle, so why does it matter? Like, <laughs> it matters. It's bottle anyway. But if, if there's bittle, like, what does bittle here mean? Is it, is it not already part of your body? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. Maybe you don't need bittle, so it's part of your body. You only meant a bittle to make something artificially part of your body. No, I mean, once something is artificially part of your body, once there's bittle, then what's the conceptual difference between it being part of your body, you know, coming from your body and not coming from your body? Okay, um... You're right. Once it's bottle, but the, but the point is the word is automatically part of your bottle. Something body. Something else needs bittle to be part of your body. Okay. The, another nafkamina might be, and we'll come back to this also, which Ramosha doesn't discuss right um, uh, right here. Um, but um, but another nafkamina that the post can discuss could be a fascinating question. What about a chatzitza that you're makbed? On a chatzitza that you're not makbid. Let's say I have a chatzitza that I'm not makbid. Like, uh, what would be an example? Um, Scab. <coughs> what? Scab. Um, uh, yeah, but I want a more ex- purely external um, example. Ah, um, let's say I have a, uh, um, a piece of dirt. No, that's something. Uh-huh. Not um, and give me a second. Um, okay, let's go back to the um, uh, let's go back to the nail polish. Let's say I have nail polish. Yeah, I'm not talking right. I have nail polish and I'm not mocked, but I'm very happy to have the nail polish. Right, I'm not mocked, but I'm very very happy to have this nail polish. But now a little piece of glue got on the nail polish. Is that a problem? Chatzitza on a chatzitza. So if you say the nail polish has become part of my body, then now I have glue on my body. It's a problem. If you say, no, the nail polish is not called a chatzitza because it doesn't qualify as a chatzitza. The nail polish is not a chatzitza. The glue is also not a chatzitza. It's not on my body, so maybe there's no chatzitza. Um, so maybe... Why can't you just say, well, the glue's on my nail? <laughs> because it's not. And you could, okay. Practically, we're saying the nail polish doesn't exist. An unwanted chatzitza on a uh, wanted chatzitza. So here, say, it's ke'ilu on my body and um, and therefore it's chatzitz. If I have a little piece of glue on my nail polish, my nail polish is buffled my body, it's my body, so I have glue on my body. Maybe you could say, and this is a famous uh, radical kula, um, that maybe you could say, um, okay, we'll get to this, the whole question of, let's say, no, I'm not possibly this, I'm just using it as an illustration, because we'll see why it's wrong. Um, let's say you said a cast, was, uh, say a cast is called um, enomakvit. If a cast is called... Um, ain't no mock bit. Let's say you put a plastic bag in your cast. The plastic bag is mock bit. 
right? You, you don't want it there 99% of the time. Um, but maybe you could say, well, it's not a problem because the cast is not a chatzitza and the plastic bag is not on my body. Um, so maybe, and I admit this, maybe you could say it's not chatzitza. Why? Because, let's call this A and B, A is not chotzeitz because of the halachal Moshe Sinai, and D is not on my body. So maybe you could say that it's not chotzeitz. Okay, that could be another nafkuni of the schakira. So this is a famous, where Moshe doesn't say the second nafkuni, the first nafkuni is interested in, in medical shilas. What was the real original shilas in this particular one? Was a, uh, a blumba. What? It uh, was a temporary filling. Fillings manit. Um, a temporary filling. Right? You have a temporary filling in your tooth. Um, if a permanent filling in your tooth, then a, 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 a vada that's bottled to the gofa not mocked, it means it's staying forever. Um, but what about a temporary filling? Well, uh, I don't know why. They, there's a reason. They have temporary fillings. Right? We're preparing the proper thing that you need for your tooth. Meanwhile, it hurts to have something open. So put this in. It's not really good, but until you come back next week for your appointment, then we're ready to really fix your tooth. Temporary filling. So that's what Moshe is talking about. And he deals with this. Hakira says, he says, well, it's not something I can remove any time. Right? It's, uh, it's something that I have to leave for a certain amount of time. Um, so, okay, we'll come back to it. Um, now, let me just run through another couple of him and then we'll come back next time to a lot of the medical questions. Um, Bayes. We see a new principle in Bayes. What's a new principle in Bayes? Sif Bayes? There's a difference between two words. Rafoy and Mahudak. Um, or Hadok, Mrafoy and Mahudak, and that we don't need Halacha Moshe Sinai for. That should be pretty intuitive. If something's loose, it's not a Chatzitza because the water gets through, so it's not Chotzitz. Um, right? The Elo Dvarm Shechotzim, these are things that are Chotzim. Chutei Tzemer, the Chutei Pishtan. Right? In the old days, they didn't have such fancy, uh, you know, uh, thing. they didn't have such fancy uh, accessories. Um, they're just for decoration. They put tie strings in their hair. Put strings in their hair. So strings of tzemer or pishtim or tzuos um, or uh, leather straps shakorchem and maser barosh that you wind around your hair on your head to make a bun or whatever the reason is to make something. Lo tibbon You can't toll with them because they're tight unless you loosen them. If they're not tied around your hair but woven into your hair. Even nowadays, I've seen, not so much in our community, but in some communities, you see there are girls who have braids, and there are like strings woven into the braids for decoration, right? That's what he means, tokliasara. Um, the, uh, then it doesn't even help to loosen them. Why? Because once they're woven, even if you loosen them, they'll still be tight. Um, this is actually a machlokis. Um, this is actually a machlokis. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch is passing against whom? Um, Zachariah? Okay. Yeah. Who's the Shulchan Aruch passing against in this line? Against Rashi. Rashi says the strings of the Gemara that you loosen are woven in. Not uh, woven is the wrong word. They're braided in. That's the right word. They're braided in. Clea's braiding. Right? Rashi is they're braided in, but you just loosen them a little and it's good enough. 
And all the other Mishnah argue with him and say, no, if they're woven in, loosening is impo- it doesn't help. There's no such metzius. It just means they're tied around your hair. Then if you loosen them, that's okay. Okay, so the Shavonot here is passing against Rashi that if they're braided in, you have to remove them. But if they're tied around, then you can loosen them. Continue. What if they're wrapped around other parts of your body? You have a belt or some whatever weird kind of thing. You tie around parts of your body. Then you can't tell them unless you loosen them because they would be tight just like on your hair. Right? I mean, parts of your body are the same as your hair. They could be tight. Unless they're tied around your neck. Anything tied around your neck is by definition already loose because you don't want to choke yourself. Except for a choker. It's, it's a funny name, right? <laughs> this this uh, katla. What does a katla literally mean? Choker. Uh, yeah, killer. a killer, right? It was a kind of necklace that choked you. Um, she, uh, she, now, why would anyone wear a necklace? First of all, why wouldn't the person die? Ha, because if you, took a, that. if you take a thin necklace that choked you, then you would die. <laughs> no, they take a very thick necklace. It's like this. And even if it's very tight, it doesn't choke you because it is so uh, wide, right? Shiritsua chalaka rechava. It is a wide, um, uh, a smooth strap. savara that she wraps around her neck. Chotzetzes. That's what makes her a necklace. And that she does choke herself with the chazga, not literally choke. Why? Why would a woman wear this choker necklace and make it so tight? Because she wants to look fat, and she wants to look fat so she'll be attractive. Because maybe she's very skinny, um, but she, I don't know, she needs to get a shidduch. So she takes this, and, uh, you know, and, and again, uh, it's Neos. No one's looking at her body. But you can tell on her face that she's very skinny. So she takes this, and she sort of like, that pushes all the skin up in her, like, chin and her cheeks and whatever. I don't know. I'm not, never tried this myself. And then she looks fatter and then she's more attractive and can get a shidduch. Um, so, because it's so smooth and, and, and wide, it doesn't actually, it doesn't hurt. Um, even though it seems to be choking her and pressing her skin. Okay, uh, the I don't think we have necklaces like that anymore, but you get the basic point. What's there, loose there is there not a... Chokers. There are chokers. There are choker necklaces, but they're not like that. Um, it just means some like gold necklace that's very tight, but I not mean, too it, tight. It, it's still enough about that I've tried on. It's still like really directly... Like, Correct, but it's not as tight as this. It's not as tight as this guy. I think the goal is to okay. Make the face look better. Exactly. Now, uh, the uh, the uh, okay, you can debate fashion later. Um, it's important, you know. The uh, yeah, the uh, <clears throat> um, um, so um, 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 loose is not a problem. Tight is a problem. If it's tight, you can loosen it. There's an interesting suffix in the Peskei Tshuva here in the Aryeh. A woman who always had a, a svog, a, a sort of abs- yes, an absorbent cloth in her ear. To, she must have had some sort of ear infection to absorb all the pus, and she forgot to take it out. And she tovold. And he's not sure, so he says, Mesafek, Tobal again without a bracha. But was he not sure? He wasn't sure if it was considered tight or considered uh, loose. Um, because sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between tight and loose. Okay, we'll come back to modern day similar applications um, soon. Um, um, although, Lamaisa, we're, you know, in a case like this, we would tell her to Tobal again, um, like the Pnei Arya did. Um, the trickier parts of what if a woman, like, 
can't get her water in her ear because it'll be dangerous. Um, and then like, she can't just go and tovel without the thing in her ear. Um, then it's much more common shayla, and that we'll get to. Um, in any case, let us uh, continue. Gimel. Um, that's the door says that our rig is not a problem. What's the problem? The problem in Sif Beis, says the Gemara in Shabbos Daphne Zion. Why is this in Shabbos Daphne Zion? will be important in a few moments. Um, the Gemara says that that's only like regular strings or like maybe, you know, like, like regular thread. It's twisted of many, uh, uh, of many little strands. But if you have a woven, like a, 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 a woven, uh, not a thread, it would be a woven, like wide ribbon. ribbon, a woven ribbon, and you tie it in your hair, that's no problem. Because since it's woven, it's always going to be loose. Because woven things, just you can't tie them so tight. And here we have a machlokas between the rived and the um, uh, many of the other Rishonim. Um, the rived, <coughs> excuse me, and the uh, other Rishonim. The other Rishonim take it literally. And they say woven just means woven as opposed to, you know, bare threads. The other Rishonim say, no, woven ribbons can be made very tight. Rather, what the Gora means by woven is um, netting. Meaning, not woven. Right? What's woven? I mean, the, the, the shirt is woven. Right? But you can still tie it tight if it would be a ribbon. Right? So that's just because it's woven material doesn't mean it's not tight. Says the right, it doesn't mean woven materials. It means like um, materials like with holes in it. That's just like a, like netting. Is there a good word for that? Chain. Like chain, uh, netting chain type materials with like, you can see the holes in the fabric. Like lace. Right? Like lace. Like woven lace mesh, right? Like mesh, right? Like a mesh type material. That's taka. Like hand weaving. Yeah. That's taka. That's taka very loose. That you're not going to get so tight. And we, the machaber is machmer like the rivid. And therefore he doesn't say the word in the Gemara. The word in the Gemara is, is arig, right? He doesn't say, im chuten elo arugin. He says, no, chalul and also maisareshes, they are hollow. Hollow meaning they have holes in the, you see holes in it. Because they're made in a netting mesh kind of way, then they're not chotzeits. So we're machmer, like the raivid, that stam arig is chotzeits. It's only, um, it's only, um, um, it's only netting mesh type material. It's not chotzeitz. Okay, the shach points out that there's a stira in El Shabbos. The Machaber wrote like the um, other Rishonim, but Lamaisa. Um, however, that uh, when you answer that stira, we paskin like the Ravid, not that it comes up a ton. Dalid. Also for the Gemara there, who they say are in chotzim. If she has, it, it's a little. You have to make sure not to confuse. She has um, str- strands of hair which she ties on her hair. I mean her hat. What? A hair hat. Right. Or uh, pieces of... Right, it's more like um, pieces of hair that she ties around her hair. Shetel? No, shetel is like a whole thing, right? It just means like strings of hair that she ties around her hair for decoration. Hair on hair doesn't get so tight because hair is very hard and smooth compared to other fabrics. And therefore, it's not um, chotzeitz. 
Um, right? Um, because it doesn't get so tight. Okay, now we get to the interesting part. The Gemara has two Lishonos about Arig. One says that Arig is always okay. The other says that it's okay because no one's mocked it. No one's mocked it on them. Whereas what's an Afghmin? Other than Afghmin is if you are mocked it. Such as Mitanfi. And since there's two Lishonos to the Gemara and there's no clear resolution, we are Machmir. So what's this Kumra? Let's review this Kumra. We are Machmir. Either one is better. It appears you just need some elbow grease, although, yeah, I think we need a new uh, whiteboard. Yes, it's clearly a board, because these are, uh, these are legit spray. markers. Um, ooh, a half spray. Yeah, that usually helps. Okay, okay. Next time. Anyway, robot side. Um, the Gemara says... You know, I'll take out a Gemara, so you won't be lying. All of this in the Gemara and Shabbos daf um, nun zayin. Right, what it say? Um, lo tipol pishton, lo tipol You can't tovel until you loosen them. Rashi says, if they're braided in, the other should have saying, no, if they're braided in, it's impossible to loosen. You have to undo the whole braid. This is if they're just tied around. Um, and, uh, and then they say, what about, uh, Tiche Chalilta? Says, that's Arig. Uh, Arig's no problem. Where the second Lasha, one Lasha is Arig's the culture of Arig Logazru. The other is, I saw my sisters and I'm Machman on them. Man Ika, Right? Because they're Machman. So what's the Ika Benayu? Tanifan. If you have even these mesh kind of ribbons, if they're Tanifan, then people are mocked on them, and then it's a problem. According to non-Rashi version, how are they attached to your hair? They're like tied around your hair, and then and 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 ah, uh, uh, you're not tying them to your hair, right? No, you, you tie them around your hair and then tie it to itself. Okay, so it's not really connected to your head at all. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, thank you. Um, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's not really connected to your head at all. Okay. Um, so Tanifan, what does Tanifan mean? We know one thing about Tanifan. Tanifan equals your Machman on them, and they are kind of Arig, and therefore there's two, uh, according to two Lashonos, and we possibly like more Machman Lashon, that even... Tiche Chalilta, which is what we call Arig, is a problem because you're Machbid. What is this Tinifan that you're Machbid on? What are the two Pshatim in Tinifan? It's dirty or you don't want to do it. Either it's dirty or it's um, delicate. Either dirty or you don't want it to get dirty. Right? Tinifan meaning, you know, it is Metunaf or it would get Metunaf. Right? If something is dirty, why are you mock it on a dirty ribbon? 
Why would you want to take off the dirty ribbon? It's going to get the water dirty. Because if you bathe with a dirty ribbon, it will make your hair dirty. Right? If you wear a dirty ribbon, Mela, okay, you know the dirt's set in. It's not going to hurt anyone. Once you get it wet, all the dirt will go in your hair. And the other option is it is a gold-plated ribbon. And if it is a gold-plated ribbon, you don't want it to get dirty. So whatever that means, right? And which of those papers do you paskin like? Both. I'm Rashi in the rush, me after. Okay, whatever Tanifan is, right? Tanifan means either dirty, that's Rashi, or gold plated, right? I don't know if that's the right word, encrusted, whatever. Um, either way, it's something you're mocked on. What's the problem Rashi has? Problem Rashi, who cares if you're mocked on it? It's loose. It's roughly, the water gets underneath. That's the problem. What's the question? Question is, who cares if you are mockbid? It's roughly. And if it's roughly, it's just physically not chotzeitz. Rosh says, you can't call this chotzeitz. It doesn't block the water. Um, and what is Rashi's answer? And they're basically things to Ramah also, but what does Rashi say? It's not Chotzeitz, the Gemara. Okay, now we need to know the context. Why are the rules, if you told me the rules of Chatzitza were in Nidadav Samach Zayin, which they are, then okay, that's reasonable. If you were to tell me they were in, in the Tanoim, you find in the Mishnah and the Tosefta and Mikvos, well, yeah, where else would it be? Mikvos, if I told you in a Mikvah. And if you're telling me in the Gemara you find him Seches Nida, pretty reasonable. There's no Gemara in Mikvos, and Nida has the Tovel, and so where else would it be? What's it doing in Shabbos? What it's doing in Shabbos is the very beginning of Perak, I mentioned this the other day. Once upon a time, there was an Isher Hotzah on Shabbos. Um, you should try it once. Um, the uh, And not only can't you uh, go outside carrying things on Shabbos, you can't even go outside wearing things on Shabbos that you might take off and then continue to carry and not remember to put back on. And that's Xerah Durabanan. So basically the whole parak by Ma'isha is about dividing everything in the world into three categories. Things that are not considered to be garments or accessories that your Chayv Dorisa for carrying, right? If I take the key to my dorm room in seminary and put it on a rubber band around my wrist. That's the oraisa because that's not jewelry at all. Things that are also draw button because they really are clothing or jewelry, but I might take them off and then accidentally carry them. Uh, like, for example, if I'm going out with only one shoe, I might be embarrassed to have one shoe, and so I will take it off and like stick it like you know in my pocket and walk with it. Um, and things that are heter gummer because they're clothing or jewelry, and there's no reason to think anyone would take it off. So one of the examples here is: Can she go out with things that are here? Lo teitze isha lo bechutei tzemer v'lo bechutei pishtam v'lo bertzua shavarosha v'lo titbo me'achet rapeim. And the Gemara explains: She can't walk out on Shabbos with these strings in her hair. Why? That the Mishnah means and why? Because <coughs> she might have to go to the mikvah on Shabbos. Remember, in the days of Tomei Batari, you would have to go to the mikvah often. And if she has to go to the mikvah, she'll have to take them out. And of course, what she should do is go to the mikvah, take them out, then put them back before she goes back into the street. But she might forget and carry them onto the street. 
And therefore, anything that's chotzates for mikvah is usher drabana to wear outside on Shabbos. Because when you have to tovel, if, I don't know, all of a sudden, you know, she's walking down the street and accidentally touches a dead mouse. Now she has to run to the mikvah. So if she has to tovel, then she'll have to take them off. And she might accidentally carry them, David Amos, in Rishos Harabim on Shabbos. The, uh, um, the, uh, now, the Gemara then says, oh, all these Tanifan are mikvat kvidi. So, what does it sound like? Well, you're makvid. We know the word makvid. What do Rashi's brain say? Oh, we remember this. This word makvid. This is not a stranger. This is an old friend of ours, the word makvid. We remember him from the price of miro makvid and miro makvid and ruvo makvid and ruveno makvid. It's one of the dinam of chatzitza. And what it means is since it's a chatzitza, therefore you can't go outside on Shabbos because when you go to the mikvah, you'll take it off and you might carry it. And Rashi says, hold on a second. But it's not a chatzitza, even though you're makvid, because it's loose. So what does Rashi say? Rashi says you misunderstood. You thought the word kpeda was your old friend from Hilchas chatzitza and the brice of miro makvid, miro makvid, rubo makvid, rubo she'ena makvid? No, that's the other... Uh, that, 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 that's the other uh, Reuben Greenberg. This is a different word, kpeda, that has nothing to do with uh, chatzitza. Uh, this is a new word, kpeda, which is only from Hilcha Shabbos. And what it means is that, says Rashi, no, ain't no chotzitz. Misham derafoyhu. Aval gazru alav b'shabes kevan dimakpidim lehasiro b'shas rechitza shema vechule. Since nothing with mikvah, whether she's going to the mikvah or she's just going to the bath. Remember, they didn't yet have the minute not to bathe in cold water on Shabbos. Whether she's going to the mikveh, she's going to the bath, she's going to the, the shower, she's going to the swimming pool. Not that they had swimming pools in those days. Um, they only had lakes, and you're not allowed to swim in the lake on Shabbos. But if she goes to the bathhouse on Shabbos, or, or the mikveh, or any place, she's mocked to take it off, either so it won't get dirty, or so it won't spread dirtiness, depending on what the pshat and tzimifat is, and therefore she might carry it in the street, but it's not chotzeitz, says Rashi. This phrase of tenifan belongs in Orachayim Simishin Gimel Bamei Shayotza Bamei Inu Yotza and does not belong in your Sim Kavtzadi Zayin. And who listened to Rashi and didn't put in your Sim Kavtzadi Zayin? The Machaber. The Machaber didn't put in Sim Kavtzadi Zayin because it's an Orachayim din. This is the Machaber. Didn't put it here. And it has nothing to do with Archaim. However, Rashi's Rabbeim thought differently. Rabosab shall Rashi said, Nope, Chotzeitz Mishum Shemak Pidim Alav. It's Chotzeitz. Oh, what about the fact that it's Rufoy? They didn't say Rashi had a sorfriz. Rashi and Masorfa's Rebbeim, this is our good old friend word, Kepeda, 
from Mira to Makfit and Rubo Makfit, etc. So this is a Chatzitza, and they didn't explain more than that. And Rashi said, well, I don't know what they were thinking, but whatever they're thinking is dead wrong. Because we all know that a Rufoy is not, um, we all know that Rufoy is not a problem. Even when Makfit. What? Even when Makfit. Even when Makfit. Because the water goes in, so what could the problem be? Okay, and then he goes through a whole thing. And if you say no, roughly is a problem, even though it doesn't block the water. Okay, blocking water is locked off. It just means that it's somehow a problem anyway. Okay, but then why until now in the Gemara wasn't it a problem? Um, you know, why in Lushikamo was it not a problem? You know, why is, you know, until now the Gemara is been a between Rufoy and Mahudak? Okay, so Rashi doesn't like his uh, Rebbeim's shot. How do you defend the Rebbeim's shot? Rashi doesn't bother to. How do you defend the Rebbeim's shot? Beisiosim has two days. One of them is that it gets tight by the back. Exactly. This is what Beisiosim liked, right? So, um, um, but it's roughly. So one shot is the Beisiosim. I think this is his second shot. He says no. The dirt. Slash gold also makes it mehudak. Meaning, the dirt slash gold does two things. The Gemara happened to mention one of them. Number one, it makes something which would have been loose tight. Why? Because the dirt makes it tight because it like closes the gap and makes it tight. Or the gold plating makes it tight because the gold plating acts like a gasket and makes it tight. And it also makes it makbid, so it made it tight and makbid at the same time. Once it's tight and makbid, now you're in big trouble. That's the second shot. What's the first shot of Beis safe? Which is just a Pashim shot. In Rashi's Urbeim, which he accuses Urbeim of, but then says it's ridiculous. That even though it's not chotzates in the meaning of the word chotzates, it doesn't block anything. Nonetheless, it's usher, even though it's loose, l'chora midrabadon as exera. L'chora, Right? They don't say exactly. Um, nope, a big chiddush. A big chiddush, which is that even a loose chatzitza is ma'akev. Oh, it seems to go against the very definition of the word chatzitza. <laughs> seems to go against all of our common sense logic. Okay, maybe it's Xerah Durabana, and even a loose Chatzit says Ma'akev. Mike does write in the with the Ramah, the Shari Durah, about things being Machila, even if they're not Chatzit at all. Um, I mean, Rashi's Rebbeim sounded like it was Bidiyevit. So, I'm not convinced. I mean, I hear what you're saying. And then the Pesachet Tshuva tells us that the, uh, oh, by the way, who, basically, who resurrected Rabosa Shal Rashi? You know, the other Rishonim didn't quote them. The Rashi thought they were ridiculous. Who Taka quoted? And before that? The Torah. The Torah in your day of Tzadi Zion started talking about Tanifan. Why didn't he save it for Urchayim? Because the Torah obviously grew the Bros of Shorashi. Right? Um, so, the Torah grew the Bros of Shorashi. Oh, you know, we can put him here. And the Ramah 
The Ramah, under the influence of the Torah, says, Meaning, he doesn't go Rosh Hashanah Rashi, because he says, when do we pass like Rosh Hashanah Rashi? But if the Torah did, good enough for the Torah, it's good enough for the Ramah. Why? Either, now the Ramah doesn't say why, and the Torah doesn't say why, either small Chiddush in Metzius, just that now it makes it tight. It's really, it's just, if that's true in Metzius, that's true. If it's tight, it's tight. Or maybe he means a tremendous Chiddush, that even something loose is really chotzates, even though that seems to go against every other sugya and shas and every other sif in the simon. I mean, so many see from the simon where they say, oh, it depends if it's loose or it's tight, right? I'll just, chav gimel, him refuyim, in chotzim, vim dokim, chotzitim. The sif, hey, shtei saras are not chotzim, and one saras chotzim because it's tight. Meaning, it's a tremendous chiddush. Out of the out of the pressure of that chiddush, what does the Pesach Tshuva here quotes from the Drisha and the Prisha? I mean, it's the same person. Um, the uh, um, one second, where is this? Um, the uh, yeah, Sefkat and Dalid. Um, the uh, the um, where, where how did I just lose this? Um, where he uh, where he uh, where he quotes from the uh, Drisha and the um, uh, Prisha, and he says. Vahach dina dimus havos, enom hetamitam chatzitza. Ella, right? Ella what? Shem demirtita. Now, here, it's not really Rabos of Shorashi. Because Rabos of Shorashi say explicitly, it's because of the din chatzitza, meaning they say kpeda. Kpeda is our old friend kpeda, right? What do they say? They say, um, um for a both time before Right? So what they're saying is they're not justifying the Rebosa of Shalrashi. They're saying we can justify the tour, but not like Rebosa of Shalrashi. Not Midin Chatzitza, rather Midin Kpeda, that's not Misham Chatzitza, but it's still a problem in Tvila. What why would Kpeda be a problem in Tvila, not Kadini Chatzitza? Because if she's so mockpit about these things, what might she do? I'm mockpit. I don't really want these things to get wet because they'll spread the dirt or they'll get dirt. So what should I do if I tovel? I'm really mockpit. I don't really want this thing to get wet. How would I tovel? Very, very quickly. Right? Very quickly. Basically, I'm afraid to get these things wet. I'm mockpit. If I'm afraid to get something wet, I mean, think about it. I tell you to tovel. Make sure your whole body's under the water at once. But you have something you're afraid to get wet. Forget about chatzitza. You're going to cut corners. I tovel in a toaster. Exactly. It's like, it's like, or like the, uh, yeah, or, or like the example of the, uh, of the Gemara. Why can't I do um, libon to a uh, China dish um, that's not normally made to withstand libon? 
Because, like, I'm afraid to do a good libun, so I'll cut corners, and I'll do an improper libun, and then I'll do an avera. So there's a gzera derabanan. You're not allowed to do a halachic halos that might break something, because we're afraid you will cut corners. Um, and we find this other place in our simon. You're not allowed to tovel in a way that you might be afraid to tovel properly, and say, I'll do it really quick, and then you'll do it so quick that you don't even put your whole body underwater. And that's called... Um, uh, what's the lashon? Mishum demir to tavlo tavla shapir. So says the um, says the prisha bidas tor below kirabos of shorashi. He says, who says the tor is the general mahalach the rabos of shorashi? But who says he's really the rabos of shorashi? Maybe he's not. He's just maybe he's just similar to a similar to Rashi that it belongs in Yerodea. But not me din chatzitza. Eino chotzeitz aval gazru shema tefached v'lo titbol karatwoy mirtata. Right? And he says, maybe that's shot in the Torah and the Ramah. Who says Pshat and the Torah and the Ramah is the Chatzitza? Maybe it's just the local Xera of Mirtata. The Nafkamina, you see, is very clear. How about everything else in the world that's loose? According to the Mechaber, what's the Nafkamina? Nafkamina is other loose Chatzitzos. According to the Mechaber, right? According to the Mechaber, it's a uh, mutter. According to the Rabos of Shorashi, according to this, it's also mutter. No, the dirt or the gold encrusting made it tight. But something is really loose is really loose. According to this chat, it's Osser. According to this chat, it's mutter, because that's the only special zero that people are afraid. So that's what the Pesachit Chuba here discusses. How about every other loose chatzitza in the world? And he said... If you want to take the most mockery of Shana Rabosov Shorashi, you're going to have trouble because it's going to be against quite a number of things from our, uh, it could be against quite a number of things from our, um, <coughs> from our Simon. And that's what he's quoted. There's all from the Levushe Srod, right? Until uh, wherever the quote from the Levushe uh, Srod ends. Um, and he liked that last shot. He said, um, doesn't make sense. How about the fact that two hairs are loose and they're not chotzeits? Doesn't that go against Rabbi Moshe Shorashi? He says, oh, maybe, maybe the xera of loose things is only loose things that are not part of your body. Okay, but then he still has a problem, which is, how about um, Sifchaf Gimel? Shirin is amen tabos, hakatlos, and him refuyim enim chotzim. And that is a mefur shtosefta, right? Like, it's not just a rishon or an achron or a bos, which Rashi can argue on. So it gets um, uh, very tricky. The Sidre Tara tries to defend uh, this dea, um, which is, um, uh, um, he doesn't quote the whole um, uh, Lashon um, here. Um, <coughs> first of all, he says, if the Rabbi Shal Rashi really meant this big chish, they meant to only Midarbana, not Midaraisa. Um, and then he said, if there's any other Tzad L'Hakal, you can be Mekel. And then he said, um, 
that um, maybe it's only if she's mocked right now, not if she's mocked later, in order to answer all the other cases. Lamaisa, it's very difficult to defend. The Sivetara tries very hard to defend it and is mocked for it like a tiny little. Um, uh, um, a tiny little bit, as opposed to Lubushi Shrad, who says, totally made, I mean, he goes with this shot, right? He says, um, uh, he, Lubushi Shrad goes with this shot, right? That's who he's quoting Lubushi Shrad, not Lubush. Anyway, Lamaisa, Lamaisa, the Sidri Tara, is like noted to try to defend them a little. How does he defend them? He says, well, the hairs are loose, but that's different. It's part of her body. They weren't gozer. And the things later on in the Shulchan Aruch that are loose, that's because she's only not being linked to the word gozer. They're only gozer are things she's mocked now that are not part of her body that are loose. And then it just becomes very awkward. Lemaisa, what's our compromise? Our compromise is lechatchila, we're machra, and loose chatzitzos, which anyways, I'm going to regardless. Um, and b'dievet b'shasad chak, we are mekel. Um, and even though Sidre Tara was only Mekel, but yeah, but there's another Tzad Lahakel, Lamaisa, Lamaisa, Aser Lechatchila, and that's the original context of the Hagos Shari Dura anyway. Right? The original context was not me if Eilamakdik, it was loose things. Um, and Kasher. We're not choshish b'di'evet for a boso shalrashi. I know the shots. Or at least, sorry, we're not choshish b'di'evet for the mechudas shot in Raboso shalrashi. I know the shot says this applies also to the previous city, but why does the Ramah even, why does he bring it about Dalat at all? Shouldn't it just be about Gimel? No, because Chute Seyar and Chalul and Maisa Reshet have in common that they're loose. So he just brought it after the two loose things. Are Svartim also machir? What? Are Svartim machir based Ramah? Um, that is a great question. I don't think it's such enough Gamina because Lamaisa, this exact case never happens. And the principle of loose things, so even Spartan are Machwar Lachachila. And Bidiyavid, even Ashkenaz were Makel, so Lamaisa, yeah, I even Spartan nowadays are Machwar Lachachila and everything. Um, okay, um, that's all I wanted to say for now. And um, I thought we'd get through Swift Tess. Um, <laughs> why is that funny? Um, the uh, the the hour is already a little uh, late. Um, were you able to work out what's happening? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So um, the uh, Sunday. Uh, so let's 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 let let let's call it a day for now, and we'll continue next week with regular um, schedule. Is Rabbi and I want to go 